0: Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you. So please be advised and be warned. So where we last left off the team had uh, concluded some shopping, had procured or put in orders for armor weapons through Tobias and Asborn. Um, Some of the team remained back at the Golden Lion Inn where they took a long and well-deserved rest managing messages and encounters with former employers. The team also took the time to um, find out about a underground criminal organization known as the Marriott, where the innkeeper of the Golden Lion Inn, Corinne, had led them back to the Severed Finger Tavern, where they had discovered that Brunar, the ogre proprietor and barkeep, had access to the password not only had the team decided to take this approach to discover new information new potential items to help them in their current adventures but the team also took some time out to learn that asborn um, was revealed to be female not only that but a member of a very powerful family from the morrow valley um, who had wealth and influence over parts of the menagerie coast through the business that they entail once the team knew this and then trusted Asborn to lead them back to where he claimed that he had seen the door and not only the door that qual the qualishes that were spotted but that entered into But also updated the team to the fact that he also recognized, when him and Tobias were out, that they recognized Fortuna. Um, Not in her same form, but the eyes were unmistakable. Realizing the door had disappeared, and remembering that the door moves on a regular basis throughout the city as part of the ability to keep out prying eyes, the team then hatched a plan by going over to the tack and livery and renting a wagon and some horses and decided to return the halfling child. Once there, they had met the priestess and some of the other members. They had discovered that the halfling child is actually a deaf, mute oracle, not capable of speech, not capable of hearing as well. This seemed to be proven as they attempted to communicate with her. Not only did she not respond, she seemed incapable of hearing as well as the team seemed settled with leaving the child with the priestess they had also discovered that Shulamane had been involved one way or the other either in the promise of finding the, the girl or having conversations with the priestess the team warned the priestess to be wary and to be careful in regards to Shulamayn. As the team gathered about amongst the wagon, prepared to leave. Fire, as a last minute gesture of fondness for the child, turned to wave at her. As the priestess carried the child away into the crowd, a flash of crimson red shifted through the child's eyes. A smile of the knowing of someone who's just been fooled across its mouth. That's where we left off. What would you guys like to do next?
1: Whispering um, what I'm hearing. Because I don't know. Said, round, so. <laughs> the name that she said, that's the name of Sam's boss, right? No, so it's the name of the bodyguard. So he was one of
2: the guards of the guy that I was working for.
1: Right, right, right. The, but the one who we thought had kidnapped her? Yeah, yeah. who originally kidnapped her. Okay, so are you, now you, we're telephoning are. this. Are you telephoning this to me? Because I'm on the other side. Um, I'm, I'm waiting until she's done because I don't want to miss anything, but you can just see like a look of abject horror on my face as I'm putting pieces together. Oh, cool. Okay, so once she finishes, though, I like very hurriedly whisper. Everything I remember. I whisper back. We have to get her out of there. We have to get her out of there. She is not safe with those people.
0: Um, Sigward and Tobias, what are you two doing? You can hear some activity going on behind you, but between Asborn kind of talking to both of you and you guys planning on what to do next, you're kind of slightly disconnected from the conversation going on behind you.
3: Yeah, I'm daydreaming about my sword I'm gonna pick up, so I don't even know what's going on around behind me.
0: Yeah, and- I'm gonna like,
4: I'm gonna slightly like toss him from being asleep. Like, hey, yeah, want to go do fun stuff?
3: Yeah, is uh, are they done dropping this kid off? Let's
0: go. I don't know, but let's go do something while they while we wait. Uh, okay, g- give me a quick animal handling there, Sigward. You got it. Ooh.
4: I believe that is
0: a eight okay as long as it's not a one you keep it under control uh for those of you in the back you feel the wagon kind of lurch forward as uh tobias asborn and sigward are having a conversation and the wagon is now moving back in the direction of port zoom <clears throat>
2: oh, oh
1: what do you want to do? do We want to tell them to stop
2: uh
1: yeah so at one point during this like is she still mid vision is this after fact that the wagon starts moving
0: um even as the wagon moves she's maintaining that connection um what she's verbalizing is not nearly as informative as it used to be she's and now that she's moved beyond um the the hundred foot connection um uh fire you can no longer communicate directly with ember but Mm -hmm. you're maintaining that connection in hopes of maybe listening and hearing in on more information
1: right okay um is there like i don't know like the setup of the car is there something like i can bang on like a partition between us and the front sure so i'm gonna bang on that
0: so sig Sigward and tobias you hear um someone bang on the hardwood seat behind you between the canvas and what you guys are sitting on um it looks like mara is trying to get your attention
3: yeah stop. So
0: go stop. Back.
1: Yeah, all right you need to stop you need to stop the cart
0: i right i'm gonna stop the cart
4: okay
1: okay we, uh we, we need to have a conversation
4: okay we're always having conversations but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's nothing new or exciting but
1: <laughs> check around How, is anyone nearby are we pretty like set apart from everyone well I,
0: I would say you were trundling along for at least you know three or four minutes you're you were already pretty much on the outskirts of the township to begin with um, mm-hmm. give me a perception check okay. um, I think this a
1: 16
0: yeah 16 um, as you kind of pan the crowd, you can't help but notice that Finlan and two other halfling guards are eyeing the wagon very suspiciously.
1: Um, I'm gonna look at Sam. Um, let's go pretend like one of the wheels is like damaged. Let's go like look at a wheel while we talk.
2: So hop down off the cart. Have we stopped?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I told him to stop. Yeah.
2: They stopped.
0: Oh yeah, they stopped.
1: All right, let's go. ourselves a reason to be here. So I feel myself. I feel a stop.
0: You, the motion stops. You no longer feel Mara's hand on your knee, um, so you're not really sure what's going on. But you definitely felt the cart stop. You felt it start. It ran for a few minutes and then it stopped. Um, Mara and Sam, give me deception checks. Uh,
2: super great at that.
0: Okay, <laughs> me too. <laughs> You natural
3: know, 20. The, the nice. two
0: worst people at line.
1: Natural one.
3: <laughs> a no, natural
0: one know. and a natural okay. 20. Who got the one, Sam?
1: I got the one. Okay, so. I got
3: 22.
0: That... Let me make a quick roll here. Look, our
3: wheel is broken. Perhaps we need to fix it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't. Yes, of my active looks like broken. <laughs> So. Uh, Mara, you jump out of the cart and you immediately go to the wheel and start looking at the hub and connector. The next thing you know is you hear a thud and an oof sound. As Sam goes to try to get out of the cart, she trips on the tail end of the cart and lands face first into the dirt. You glance over your shoulder and this seems to have definitely garnished attention as not only as Finland and two of the guards begin walking in the direction of the wagon, but you can see where he's coordinating another three sets of halfling guards to come in the same direction. They're about maybe a couple hundred feet away and just kind of casually walking in your direction.
1: Shit, shit. Guys, um, interference. I need one interference.
0: I'm going to ready my sword and hide inside the (laughs) cart.
1: We're not fighting them. I want them to not come over here.
0: Yes, we are. I'll walk over and talk to them. Uh, them. Tobias, you jump out of the cart and begin to walk in the direction of the halflings. Um, do, I uh, feel,
1: do I feel them getting out of the cart?
0: No. Sam, you jump up really quick, brush yourself off, and can try your best to continue the charade. Um, Tobias, you meet them halfway, um, wow. and Finlan looks at you, and goes, lad. Is everything okay over there?
3: Oh, yeah. Hey, it's kind of nice talking to somebody I don't have to look up to.
0: Ah, <laughs> yeah, that's... I often feel the same way. What, uh, so what's wrong with the wagon? Why haven't you left yet?
3: I don't know. The wheel's kind of wobbly. They're just looking at it right now.
0: Ah, I see. Um, give me a... Give me a deception. We'll see how... Whether or not that's going to give you advantage on persuasion.
3: Uh, to, uh well
0: 13 13 now give me persuasion
3: hang on a second let me put my 13 in and then my persuasion uh god i have really crappy charisma oh well, that's not bad uh okay persuasion that'll be a 19.
0: okay it kind of looks over past your shoulder looks at you can see where sam and mars seem to be yanking on the wheel and uh uh mimicking as best they can you know that they're working on something he goes all right well just you know um just if you need our help just 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 let us know we'll be glad to uh send some of our, our people over to help you um and with that they all kind of turn and begin to casually walk back into the places that they came from the crowd Um, and you seem to have stopped them from coming over to the wagon.
3: Okay. I come back over to the wagon. I kind of lean against it. I look down at Sam and go, that's how you bullshit someone.
2: (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) All (laughs) right.
3: Not all of us are liars. Couple of,
1: couple of updates. We need to focus. We don't have a lot of time here. Um, and so- I'll say Sigurd, that- you're listening
0: in as well. So you can hear the conversation. I kind of
1: motion for everyone to kind of like lean in. Um, so the little girl, not a little girl, Oracle. Didn't see that coming. Um turns out wasn't actually kidnapped uh those two people that we gave her to gave her to the guy that had her to sacrifice her so now we need to go back in and steal her again
3: what i mean Come on, we turn them over to the halflings the halflings are no the halflings were the ones that gave her to be sacrificed
4: we have i have a perfect solution to this and i pull out my sword this is my solution
3: oh no, no no let's ah, still that's let's right use our brain. let's use that right Finally, we can face something like, you know, head on, right? Bad
4: people. Like, legitimately bad people.
3: Who don't know that all of them are
2: bad, so you're just going to slaughter an entire village? I never
4: said I was going to slaughter an entire village.
2: Gestured to your sword and said that that was the answer.
4: Yes. To anyone who attacked back. Okay.
1: Hold Hold on. Those are very high up religious folk. They probably know the magic's Don't know if I really want to get into a fight with them.
3: All right, so explain
1: to me what happened. Okay, so the little girl that we found, that that told us that story of how she was like tied up on the island and she was being used in some kind of ritual. Apparently, the person, the guy that she described that you used to work with, she was given to that guy by those two people.
2: And also she was talking to us just fine and they told us that she's deaf and mute and like has never talked. That's weird.
4: I fed that little girl so much candy. She talked the entire time.
1: That's what I'm saying. And, and and when we asked her to like speak, she pretended like she couldn't and she pretended like she couldn't hear us. Something is going on.
4: Well, it sounds like if she had spoke then then the it would have caused an entire uproar in the community and I don't think she wanted to do that.
3: So the 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 guy you so Sam the guy you worked for stole her stole her, or they Guess gave so. him to her. Yes, gave so. her to him. Okay. Yes.
2: Yeah, and he's the cleric, and, and who
1: else? I don't I don't know some like religious people like the two head people in the village that she like ran over to. Oh okay. but I don't know if she knows they did that. I don't think she does. So she maybe wanted to run over to them.
4: I'm going to take out. A piece of paper, and I'm gonna title it "shit list." And I'm gonna, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna put number one Sam's old boss, and number two, priest, priest Halfley. I don't know <laughs> the actual name, just gonna put that down.
2: Sure. Um, so, what do you guys think?
3: Oh, I think we should. I think we shouldn't go off right away here. Mean... Like, like, let's be sneaky about it, right? But yeah. And-
2: let's come back back here tonight let's come back here tonight night mission
0: fire Uh, as you're unaware as to what's going on at some point you hear footsteps through ember's ears Mm -hmm. and you hear kunain Mm finland what is wrong why are you back they they haven't left yet they're just sitting over there working on their wagon wheel I don't don't think there's anything wrong with that wagon. I mean, they just got here. Why would the wheel be broken already? Well, do you think they're suspicious? I don't see why they would be suspicious. We didn't tip our hands, or we haven't given them any information to be suspicious. We told them mostly the truth, and they they know what they know. Well, keep an eye on them. If they don't leave in the next ten minutes or so, let me know. I, I, I can deal with them if I need to, but I'd rather not, but just keep your eye on them. Anyway, mistress, I, sh- I shall do what you say. And then she goes back to speaking to the other Acolytes, talking about um, the, you know, the different teachings of the gods and the importance right. of the teachings and so forth.
1: I'm, I'm going to come back to myself and I'm going to look at the group and are they outside of the wagon?
0: Uh, you work back into yourself. Yep. Yep. Um, you look. You're in an empty wagon, and you can hear conversation going on outside, just opposite side of the wagon. Uh, you poke okay. your little furry head out, and they're all out there conversing with each other.
1: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop out okay. and go and look at the wagon with them, and then lean in and say, "They're getting suspicious, guys." We, gotta, right, we can we can plan on this later. we gotta
2: go. let's later.
3: go let's go. let's
2: go. Let's go. casually walk back to the back of the wagon whistling.
0: <laughs> um, um, I go all of you, all of you actually do an excellent job of casual whistling. It's just <laughs> it's mostly phlegm and and moisture <laughs> coming out of Sam's mouth as she's attempting to whistle. and Sam, you're like. You just wish the Luxodons had taught you how to whistle. This would be so less... (laughs) It would be so less awkward. (sighs) Um, Fire, with with your passive perception, um, Mm -hmm. you notice that as you all get in the wagon, and you're the last one to get in, you watch as the, the halflings are all staring in your direction, but when they realize you seem to be leaving, they kind of casually break off. Um, and they don't seem to be paying as much attention as the wagon begins to pull away. You can okay. hear Sigurd, as, Like snap the reins.
1: As, as, as the rah! wagon, um, <laughs> as, as the wagon pulls off, I'm gonna I'm gonna work back into the coin.
0: Okay, Dragon. Uh A few seconds go by. You guys watch as Fire reestablishes that connection with Ember. Um you hear the voices talking and then you hear the familiar uh finland kind of reach her and go uh mistress they seem to be leaving it looks okay um she pauses for a second very good keep an eye make sure that um they are out of the area Once they're out of the area come back and see me and let's let's discuss our next steps and uh uh be sure that as soon as Shulaman has been informed that we have her again Make sure that he immediately responds and he gets his ass in gear. Um, and he needs to get here so that we could talk about what to do about this. I was given guarantees and he's failed me. Just get him here. And they kind of go back and forth for a few minutes. And then she goes back to her teachings and you can hear Finland kind of walk away.
1: Okay, I'm going to work back into myself okay. and say they're going to follow us. To make sure that we get out of the area so what happened when I was out? why'd we stop?
3: Because oh. we we're talking about what to do everybody wanted to rush in and rescue the little brat.
1: So there's not a lot of people there.
3: Okay okay Let's get one in?
4: thing straight you can call run. her you could call her a brat and I'm okay with that Tobias you can't call her little okay that's like, <laughs> there's a list of different insults you can use. That's yeah. not one of them.
3: Well, she is small. I could say that because I'm small.
4: <laughs> is
3: that <laughs> okay? Um, okay. So. Hey, uh, real quick. Why is Sigurd being so nice to me, DM? Because he seems like he's not himself.
0: Uh, Make an insight check.
3: Okay. He's being very talkative for someone he doesn't like. I'm being very
4: nice to you as I make fun of your height. Yeah. Right.
3: It's he, friendly for you. And he wanted to hang out with me and go do some fun stuff. Yeah, we can hang out. What do you mean? What am I doing? Perception?
0: Uh, Insight. Insight. Uh, okay. I haven't and seen him be nice, a, so I can't. Got a, I got a I mean, decent. 16. 16? Um, Sigurd's behavior's been a little bit odd to you um up until getting to port Zune, he seemed very predictable um his normal gloomy behavior seemingly no longer around as the 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 the, you know freeing yorm and um the defeat of grim put him in a slightly better mood but ever since he's been in port Zune, um even after his mysterious disappearance and then reappearance there's definitely something off about them, but you can't quite put your little mouse finger on it. You're not really sure what it is, but there's definitely something odd. Okay. I'll keep I'll keep an extra eye on them. So you guys trundle along on the main path, um, leading back in the direction of Port Zune. Um, after a while, fire, you see two small ponies kind of appear from a tree line, and a mix kind of like tree line and hillside... They seem content with your distance that you've traveled, and they start heading back in the direction of the Stoutheart Township. Um, you guys are now within about three and a half miles of making it back towards the immediate area of Port Zune. There's a couple things you begin to notice because when you left Port Zune, it was more of a mid-morning excursion. You're now heading back more of a Early afternoon excursion, and there's a couple things that all of you notice equally. In fact, at some point, Asborn actually points it out as you guys kind of continue to talk about the halfling child and what it all means. There, from time to time, you pass by small groups of people. Uh, they seem to have everything they own in carts or on the back of wagons they look disheveled, haggard, like they've been traveling for very long periods of time. Um, The sound of bickering and uh, children wailing um, from exhaustion. And from time to time, you notice off in the distance, other groups traveling. And then after about a mile, you begin to realize that there are a lot of people in different groups along different parts of the main path and the main road that all look in the same state um and all seem to be very pathetically moving in the direction of Port Zune. Um, every now and then uh, you watch as uh somebody walking alongside the wagon kind of um buckles over from exhaustion is picked up set into the wagon. All of this giving a almost kind of like refugee-like look to this different assortment of individuals. Um, And this goes on for most of your journey back in the direction of Port Zoom.
2: Are any of them close by the cart?
0: Um, I would say at any given point, you're going to pass by a group, sure.
2: Is the cart going slow enough that I could walk alongside it?
0: Um, Sigurd?
4: How fast are you hustling? I am hustling at a speed that we can still realistically get back into the town if we need to be faster. So, not going that fast.
0: So, he's going at a pretty quick pace, but not a hurried pace. I would say you would not be able to walk alongside it. He'd have to slow down.
2: Because I want to know what's going on, so I was going to say maybe I'll tell them that I'll catch up. I want to stop the- and I-
4: Do you need me to
2: slow down? I can slow down.
1: Or we can slow down.
2: I want to know know what's going on in this town because things were not like this before.
0: I'm going to slow down. Okay. Slow down. The wagon is now matching the pace of the other wagons, which is more equal to a walking pace due to the amount of people that are some riding, some walking, but most of the wagons are filled with possessions, farm animals, food stocks, and the sorts.
2: I'm going to hop down and I'm going to hail the first group of people that I see. Um... They look friendly, like a family or something.
0: Give me a persuasion check just to make sure you don't flub it.
2: Uh-huh. Let's see. Uh, persuasion. A five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I just... I need to throw with,
0: away these guys. With With very wide eyes... You attempt to speak with what looks like a kind of typical farmer hand. In fact, he's got his scythe across his shoulders with both his hands across it like he's, you know, he looks very exhausted, like he's been walking and traveling wait, quite wait, a wait. bit. Did you just, did you just call it a scythe? Yeah, he did. Scythe, sorry. A scythe. As he's got a scythe across his shoulders with his hands kind of hooked over it, Um you you attempt to make initial contact and, oh, scary looking. and and at first his eyes are really wide i uh, i'm sorry we don't have anything we've got we've got no money
2: no 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 i'm not trying i'm not trying to take any money from you <laughs> i just want to talk
0: oh oh okay, okay. well i i i don't okay
2: I'm just. I was wondering if you know why there are so many people around here. What's what's going on? It seems like there are a lot of people on the road. And the last time I was here, there weren't these crowds.
0: Oh, well, I'm sorry. Uh, are you new to this city? Are you? Have you not been here for for a while? It's
2: been, it's been a while. Yeah.
0: Oh well, well you see, ever since this. I mean, I don't even know. I think it's rumors, but um, and he's now generally just kind of like the fact that you've taken an interest um, and the two of you are all walking and and you're keeping pace so that everyone's moving as this conversation goes on. And I'll say with the wagon being close enough, everybody else in the wagon can kind of hear this conversation that Sam is having with this individual. Um, He goes, well, ever since that they um, told us about some creature... Out into water, um, that was causing problems. Well, the merchant ships can't sail anymore. You see, um, our our products are now rotting in the warehouses, and we can't make any money. So we're making our way to Port Zune. to hopefully find work, um, maybe make a few coin while we wait for things to get back to normal. But and, and you watch as he looks around, and he and he begins to realize, you know, when you're when you're exhausted and traveling and desperate, you don't really notice things around you. And this conversation has kind of piqued his interest. He's looking around. And he, even he's beginning to realize just how many people are doing this. He's like, oh, shit. There's a lot. I didn't, I didn't really realize how many of us were going in that direction.
2: Um, but I'm yeah. gonna pull, sorry. I'm going to pull out a piece of gold, a gold coin, and hold it up to him and say, what creature have you heard has been in the waters?
0: Oh, i I, oh, I don't know its name they just every time we 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 go to the, we go to the the dark uh, uh ward and try to deliver our goods um the ward master just looks at us and says well we can't take any goods we don't have any ships form and then he describes um some uh giant creature with tentacles and and fish creatures that attack people um has caused the merchant fleet to uh uh, stay at harbor and and not move about anymore um and we try to tell them well we can't hire caravans there's not enough wagons to get everything from the south all the way up here we can't get things from up here down to there the only way to do this is with the ships and not to mention prices i mean have you seen the prices on everything a loaf of bread is like 10 gold these days
2: it is pretty ridiculous but they haven't mentioned anything no one has seen the creature they haven't oh they
0: don't well have
2: real description of it
0: if you sit in a tavern and drink an ale everybody's seen it everybody <laughs> has a description of it um, some say it's the size of a city and it floats in the air and lands on ships and destroys them some people say that it's uh, it's the very Kraken itself coming to a uh, wreck uh, Give us retribution for all of our misdeeds, some say, and he looks around and you can even see, look past his shoulder as his kind of like crusty old wife up on the bench, just kind of eyeballs him with that kind of that stare of don't you dare say it. And he leans and goes, some say that even the old gods have returned to punish us. For our misdeeds and you hear the wife in the back you know that's foolish talk you're gonna get us killed talking that way knock it off harold oh shut up woman
2: oh well, thank you harold for your uh company oh I wish what? you all the best of luck
0: do you give him the gold coin
2: i do give him the gold coin
0: <laughs> he got <laughs> no, he no, the, g- <laughs> it he takes the yeah he he holds it in his hand he goes Thank you lady. I don't <laughs> uh, I I don't know what to say, but Good luck and you watch as he hands the gold coin up to his wife and she kind of drops it into a pouch um, and continues Yeah, you know, the wagons are all now back into that steady pace the pace stays that way for a while But Sigward kind of takes the cue that you're done um, kicks it back into a more quickened pace you're now within a mile of Port Zune and you can remember this morning where you could see like little encampments kind of cropping up here and there like uh, refugee tents and um, people just planting their, their wagon and creating whatever shelter they can in a hurry. It's expanded just in the amount of time that you left. In fact, you're now within you know a few hundred yards of the gated entrance of Uh, the outer array Um, and with the there's a couple things all of you begin to pick up on one there's a very large crowd of people that have encircled somebody up on a platform who seems to be speaking very loudly every now and then he pumps his fist into the air there is a very poorly made effigy of a dwarf that is currently on fire. And then there's another very poorly made effigy of, um, and Sam, you immediately recognize it because you know that when Zahafe is in trouble politically it's one of the favorite effigies of him wearing a very like bright colorful dress as his rather ostentatious personality will often get him in trouble. And these effigies are hanging from trees and burning there's maybe a crowd of about a couple hundred people um, uh, milling about, cheering and yelling at the speaker of the crowd. Um, you also notice, notice that little groups of the um, local guards, uh, the um, the Zaleso, uh guards, there's a few groups of them. Currently, they seem more interested in keeping an eye on things, not really interfering. As your wagon gets closer to the crowd you can hear the yelling and you can begin to hear this performative narrative coming from this individual from the platform. And they tell us lies! They take our money, they take our food, they've taken our living and for what? We can't sell, we can't do business, if the COVID Conclave can't protect us can't provide for us what are we doing here what do we exist for so that they can get rich and fat off our wares no we need to take matters into our own hand bring down the Zahefe and old iron puss put in our own government and put this town back to rights and there's like a big cheer that rolls out from the crowd uh tomatoes and squashes being thrown in the direction of the guards the guards kind of like holding up their shields as they pelt away uh, the group and and the the riotous mob growing slightly as more and more of this ragtag population creeps and slowly gains you know a foothold on this area you guys pass by it through the array of gates into the previous section that you are in the assay sphere um back into the busy mercantile hub of the area what's <clears throat> in this area you can already notice that the the crowd here is more subdued um there are less common folk walking around and more of what would be considered um either hemisphere educated folk or harborsphere nobility or even the um tamufa um uh wizards that they all seem to be in a hurry they all seem to be moving about procuring goods rather quickly keeping to themselves they glance occasionally at your wagon as it comes into the area um you guys find yourself back at the um livery area um where you had initially rented the wagon and horses the cava Nemasio sees you come in and pats the horses and looks at you guys whoa good you made it back okay thank you for not uh, damaging my wagon and killing me horses um you might want to get under cover. lots of shit hitting the fan today and he begins to unhatch like unhitch the tack um, pulling the reins as one by one you guys get out of the wagon and kind of milling about. What do you guys want to do?
1: What shit is hitting the fan?
0: Oh, what do you mean? Well, haven't you heard?
1: No, we just got into town yesterday.
0: Oh, well, uh, just this afternoon, uh, Sefe himself arrived with a rather large force of his personal um, God. Uh, rumor has it they've arrested Old Iron Puss himself. Oh, and all of and you know that the thickens. and all of you know that the older dwarf uh, Alamaras Hadu is often referred to as Old Iron Puss as a term of less than endearment. Mm-hmm. Oh, they even said that they're thinking of holding his trial publicly at the uh, Temple of the Mordin, Um, it's, it's near the, uh, the hammer, the hammer, um, assay section, uh, near one of the prime Tamufa Towers, um, me and my wife plan on going, see old Iron Puss get what, get what he deserves, Letting this nightmare happen to our city. Crowds, riots, people starving, no one has coin anymore. Hmm.
2: Sounds like quite the event. We'll have to uh, consider that. Thank you.
0: Oh, yeah, just be mindful. There's some shady folk about.
2: Of course. We will keep our eyes open.
0: He nods and takes the horses back, begins to pull apart, you know, the wagon, do what he would normally do after receiving back everything. You guys are back in the... um, You guys are back into the assay sphere. You're not more than ten, fifteen minutes walking distance from any of the areas that you've been to within the assay sphere.
3: I'd like to go um, pick up my gems. If they're ready. We have oh,
1: Sigurd. We have to pay the storage fee for the ship. How much is it? I don't know, but we have to go back to the dock. I can go do that. I thought we paid that. I thought we paid that ahead of time. Yeah, I paid that. that was just oh, for the first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys
0: remember gonna... pay, paying the pilot fee. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was a 15 gold daily fee. Um, and I would say, Mara, you have enough knowledge about this that you know that the more you pay for the daily fee, the more security the ship will have.
2: So we have. To... Are, we, are we in an area where we're kind of not overheard? Does it seem like everybody is doing their own thing?
0: Um, it's not quite as crowded as it normally is. Um, there are people moving about, but I would say there's enough space between you and the crowd that you could probably have a conversation. Um, actually, no, you know what? Give me a perception check. Let me see if you pick up on anything.
2: Ooh, Natty 20, finally, 24.
0: Yeah, as far as you can tell, you guys seem relatively isolated in this spot.
2: Okay. So, guys... We like football huddle up, mm. decide what we're doing.
0: What's football? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> she means soccer.
2: What's soccer. She don't,
0: means the game, don't you fourth, the, don't fourth? Don't you fourth wall is. me?
2: Whatever this, this uh, game of the sport of this world is, we're gonna huddle up.
4: Ah uh, uh, yes, the old water polo.
2: <laughs> yes, water polo. <laughs> water polo. So I mean pirates. So, oh, do you guys it's are we are we still planning on doing this evening raid because it sounds like if they're going if everyone's gonna be at this public trial if, there's a good chance that a lot of the halflings will be there too then
3: isn't that one halfling gonna go talk to the guy you know yeah and he's here
2: in town i was told that he wasn't here so he just I, got here
1: i thought the guy was going to the halfling village
3: why don't we just sit up on the gate and wait for this guy to go by and take him out?
2: You want to take out Suleiman <laughs> be my guest.
4: How strong is this Suleiman? Okay.
0: Um <laughs> Sam, what you Sam, what you know of Suleiman is he's a particularly um inventive fellow. Um he he runs his organization not only with a panache for um detail but some of the rumors you've heard of him and what he's done physically done during his interrogations is uh, uh, it's the equivalent of ghost stories and boogeyman stories to keep people in line um okay, but you I,
2: I like my fingernails on my hands yeah, so we're just not going to get him mad
0: <laughs> and you also know him to be a devout paladin you know that he um he is often uh seen wearing items in sigils of the raven queen um you know that he's you know in the few tournaments and and uh rumor mill of his combat prowess is quite significant um he's just someone that you've never felt the need to really want to tussle with Um, The part that's really always concerned you about him is his level of ambition mixed with his cleverness.
2: Don't get me wrong, guys. I would like him taken out as much as the next person is not great. I also have no interest in going toe-to-toe with him. Like, if we can sneak her out from under his nose, I would be much happier doing that. We have a ship that can disappear into the water. That's true so we
1: could snag her maybe we want hop on board did, re, well do we want to rent horses yeah. then because they'll go faster than a wagon maybe i think we we need
2: to set up some kind of plan like a distraction or a something.
3: yeah we could light a building on fire that's always a good distraction they already have burning
2: uh, effigies hanging up all over town. I don't think a burning building is going to really switch things up for them. What? Need something, I mean, you're just going to go in there and start burning halfling houses?
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll light some on fire. They'll run to put it out, I don't because think they don't want the whole village t- to catch on fire. Then we'll go in and sneak her out. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Okay, We'll
1: call that plan <laughs> A,
3: and let's see what else we got. <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's not let's not light people's houses on fire.
3: Well, the the halfing's coming here. Maybe we can take him out instead of the instead the of Suleiman. The
1: not coming here. Suleiman was going to the village.
3: How's he gonna get to know where to go to the village?
1: Because they're sending a runner to get him, but the high priest isn't leaving.
3: I, okay, well we'll kill the runner before he gets there.
0: Uh, fire! I... Give me yeah. an insight check, really quick. Okay.
1: Um, what is my insight? It is fourteen.
0: They're probably going to try to communicate with him the same way that you communicate with Captain.
1: Right. They're probably just going to talk to him with a with a message spell.
3: Oh, hopefully he's better than than uh, the captain at talking back to him.
1: Well, finally the Camptons, you know, started sending me, or had Franklin message me, but uh, I don't know if I really like talking to Franklin, but that's okay. At least he gets the point across better. Um, let me see what the, what's going on back at the half Yeah, length if you bridge. could find
2: out kind of when they were thinking of doing that, because if we have time to grab our shit before we decide to do All things, right. Someone,
1: I'm going to, I'm going to hold someone. Just don't let me walk into a wall. Um, and I'm going to put my hand on Mara's shoulder, um, and, uh, you know, keep, keep walking around with them. I guess we're huddled up, but if we move,
3: you know, just take me along. I don't want to get, I don't want to get my gems.
1: Yeah. And I can't yeah. leave without getting my sword. Well, we still have
3: to, we and still Asperger's have to- has got to get her armor.
1: Yes, but we also still have to pay for the ship's docking so we don't lose the ship.
3: Yeah. But I wanna steal a halfling and run off without my sword.
1: Yeah. Um okay, so I'm gonna work back into my dragon coin.
0: Okay. Um as you guys watch Fire's eyes blacken out and she Oh no, I close them. Oh you close them, okay Um you watch as she closes her eyes and focuses. Suddenly you get a chill. You're very cold. And you hear the distinct sound of bubbles being blown as you get this connection with Ember, who now seems to be in water. Okay. In and, water. And once she reestablishes that connection, you feel her move out of her coin form automatically. She mm-hmm. floats. the surface of a large fountain and she shows you how halfling priests and priestesses and other halflings are tossing copper coins um into the fountain um you watch as she kind of deftly moves about and is finding a way to try to get back up in the air she's lost track of the priestess she's looking around for you to see you can see all these halfling faces doing different things she takes mm-hmm. that moment to fly up in the air uh, and, and uses the fountain water of the two uh, uh, gods uh, to kind of hide her form as she's looking about. Because her connection with you is when she loses her her ability to speak with you, she knows mm-hmm. what your expectations are. That's just how well you two have managed to come together. Um, Tobias, mute if you're doing other stuff. Um, Sorry. <laughs> uh she flutters up, she hovers over the top of the fountain. Um she looks right, she looks left, and there's a couple things that she picks up on before she decides to start heading back in your direction back in Port Zoom. Um there is a small series of wagons being set up. Um th- they look like kitchen wagons. Um, she can overhear conversations about food being delivered to the refugees outside of port Zun. Um there are a string of acolytes having conversations about the different gods and what all these signs mean what everything means with what's going on right now the the riots the the insecurity the unknowing um, She looks, and she looks, she doesn't see uh, Kunain anywhere. Um, She quickly flies over to near where the house, where the small halfling child is being kept. Um, Give me a stealth check for her. Ten. Yeah, so she gets near one of the windows and one of the guards immediately thinks that she's a bird and kind of goes That's sure go away bud. get out of here" and she uses that opportunity to go to the other side of the house um, there she lands on a window and she pokes her head in ooh i rolled crappy um inside of this window um you she, you know she kind of like nestles into the corner of the window sill to peek in it's very simple um inside it's still light so she can see pretty decently um there's a small bed table chairs a a little miniature desk some bookshelves curtains tapestries there's a carpet on the floor and sitting in the middle of the floor is a partially stripped down um halfling child no one else is in there her her shirt has been pulled down to her waist. She seems to be doing something in front of her. And this has exposed that nine eyed tattoo on her back.
1: Is it, ter- it so it is Tara It
0: okay. looks like it's Tara You recognize the tattoo, the small form. There's no other guards. There's no one else in this room. You watch as she kind of, as she's picking up her hand away from the front of her, You watch as her hand transforms almost into like a a red skinned kind of claw like formation and she quickly drops it down in front of her. You hear like a sickening thud and rending sound. Ember kind of scooches over to the other side of the sill to try to get a better look. This time when the hand comes up, there's blood dripping from the tips of the fingernails down onto something you watch as her other hand now comes back it's 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 strange right because it's her halfling childlike arm but now both hands are these red clawed, like distended fingers um you see what looks like a um a, the head of a small dog kind of loll off to the side you can see where her hands have now gone and they're squishing around inside of something and pulling something out You watch as a clump of organs in her hands just turn black and green, brackish. And you watch as her other hand is holding out a cup and she's squeezing something into a cup. Um, It fills with this dark greenish liquid. And you watch as she begins to stand up like she's turning in the door. She's about to turn. Ember quickly jumps off the window seal and give me another stealth check for her. Holy shit, I can't roll.
1: That's okay. I rolled an 11.
0: I rolled a 2 for perception. Um, (laughs) uh, With that, she quickly jumps off the windowsill down and finds a clump of rocks and... um, a, <laughs> a clumps of like a clump of rocks and some brush, and she hides down inside of it um Caroline steps out of the windowsill. and as soon as she's lands on the ground next to ember, you feel jumped em- out the window, yeah, and you can feel a little ember's head turn like with curiosity the halfling's front of the halfling now is facing. Slightly off-center to Ember. You can see the front of her. Her face is distorted. Her eyes look um, uh, uh, dark and misshapen. Her hands are in that claw-like formation, but she's now holding a cup. And you watch as she turns into Kunanane, a perfect representation of the Acolyte Priestess. And she begins to walk in the direction... Of the wagon train that's being loaded with food um to feed was she still all bloody no she looks just like kunain does the only difference is she's carrying that cup now ember is hovering back far enough to keep an eye on her she walks over to the kitchen area and hands a cup to one of the uh acolytes and goes don't remember or don't forget child be sure to pour this um healing liquid in with the soup um we want to make sure that the good people um feel the energy and the love of our of our gods this should help them um and the acolyte takes the jar from her takes it over to one of the wagons that's kind of built as a soup kitchen where there's tons of containers of soup and little bits of it are going into each of the kettles and she goes to the next one goes to the next one. Um, and it's at that point that, um, uh, Ember sees a shadow, Uh, a a hand is coming in her direction. She flits out of the way and the last thing you remember just before that hand is about to hit her. You get the feeling that she got away and high enough. And it might have just been someone swatting it like a bug or a bird. But you don't think... You, you still feel the connection. You're just not warged into it. You don't think she was injured.
1: Okay. Can I bring her back in front of me?
0: You... You you always watch as I uh, Fire's eyes whip open. And flying amongst you as you guys are walking through the streets. This little purple red freckled dragon flitting around it comes over sits on your shoulder and then boop, turns back into a coin and you f- pick it up and plop it back in your pocket
1: uh, i pet my i pet the coin first <laughs> <laughs> like uh <laughs> put it in my pocket
0: and once again i'll say that you were orating this during the entire time
1: yes quietly yeah oh my gosh guys i bet that...
3: shit happened um well i guess I, we don't get the yeah. happen
2: now um she hasn't explained any of this to us though no, 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 no she
0: no. has I, she was she was she happening. was quietly orating out the entire thing while you were walking with her
1: gotcha that sounds uh, horrifying it, it yeah honest,
2: real weirded out
1: that oh my does the description of what she looked like Sound like anything? Like do, does is it familiar to any of us? Or to um,
0: me Red I'll say all of you give mm-hmm. me a religion check.
3: Oh, I'm so oh, good is, at that. Nine. <laughs> um
1: nine. I
3: have a negative eight on that. No, i oh, <laughs> <it was laughs> oh, oh, oh my god I got a twenty one. Oh my god, yeah! I got a fifteen. Look
2: at you guys.
3: To Check know. out to the big brain on Tobias.
0: <laughs> so, out of all of you thinking about it, none of it comes to any kind of recollection. However, Mara, um, the DC was a 20. You remember an old story or fable that your mother used to talk about when you were very young. It was a purposeful fable that was... Uh, almost like a boogeyman story to convince children not to go out at night, or you know, do you know, do your studies, eat your meals, go to bed, behave, behave, behave. But this, there's some odd similarities here. The ability to transform, the tattoo that you hear Fire describing for the first time sounds very similar to what's sometimes known as the organization of the nine eyes a secret organization that is said to fester chaos and wreak havoc through certain demonic creatures that they send out to prepare for um uh certain things to happen and it's and the reason why that fable comes to mind and some of that description comes to mind because your mother would chastise you and say, you don't want to be a follower of the nine eyes. Do you, you don't want to be a creature of chaos. Um, and it's more fable lore. And I mean, for the lack of a better term, comic book, pulp fiction, it's never been meant to be real. It's always been thought to be false, but a lot of what fire just described very much reminded you of that particular fable and i would say all of you are pretty equally disturbed by the description of how it butchered a living creature concocted something and now seems to have poisoned the um kitchen the soup kitchen wagons that are about to go and head off in the direction of the refugee camps
1: Okay, so you said the organization that the 9i is, like, they could potentially use these demonic creatures as, like, a conduit to start something?
0: Yeah, yeah. and not that
1: kind of the feeling we got from the story of her being tied up on the rock? She was trying to channel something? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I would say, are you telling everybody what your insight is on this at this point? Um... Or are you keeping it to yourself?
1: So I, so I didn't say that yet. That okay. was out of character. Gotcha. Um, so, okay, so I'll, go ahead.
0: Give me another religion check with advantage, by because of your previous religion check.
1: Um, less good. Only a nine.
0: Yeah. There's something disconnected, but similar here. Okay. You don't. Um, you don't get the feeling that her oracle nature is false you get the feeling that she was actually used for something but maybe it's that use that created the problem you're just not sure what it was
1: um any of you guys ever heard of the organization of the nine eyes have we
0: nine hoo-ha no it doesn't sound familiar to any of you
1: your your mom's never yeah. like told you the old stories of the nine eyes.
0: They probably didn't exist when my mom talked
4: to
3: me. So, my I mom used to me with cats. Fair,
1: okay, okay, yeah. fa- fair, fair enough. Okay, um, so yeah, th- there were these like stories that they used to like scare kids into like not being naughty. Um, that was like this organization, and and there was like demons and. And they, they would use these these creatures that the, these creatures of the nine eyes to like start something.
2: Really like think of this little girl conduits.
1: I don't, I don't know creature. I don't I don't know I don't maybe she's a conduit maybe she's a creature maybe she's what's she been conduit. conjured. She's a conduit. She's an oracle.
2: I think what <laughs> spent the most time with her. Like he was alone with her on the ship for forever. Was she like weird with you? Is She a demon?
1: Actually, I've spent the most time with her. Do you think that she was, like, evil? I didn't until we got to the...
3: Yes, and we
1: um ...town and...
2: Did spend plastic. a lot of time
3: with her.
1: Gosh. What are you saying,
3: Tobias? I don't know. Okay. I ain't hanging out with demons. <laughs> Feeding them candy. Feeding the demons. Think the candy turned her into
1: a demon? I,
4: don't think I didn't know. know. Okay.
1: Okay. So Wait, one's... fire, didn't you give her a bath? I did. I saw the tattoos, but I didn't know so what she they already meant. so she already had them. Uh, uh, like she didn't get those today.
0: Sigward, give me a charisma save, please. Oh god. That is a twenty two. Um there's a voice in your head suddenly you get the feeling that this conversation is boring and the dock ward in the harbor says, not that far away um give me a stealth check
1: oh my god i'm gonna try and
0: that is a two oh, you boy. guys watch as sigurd kind of turns away from the conversation and is doing his best to sneak away from you guys, but like making as much noise as anyone could possibly make as he begins to walk in the direction of the harbor assay.
1: So, like Monty Uh-oh. Python sneaking. <laughs> and and uh, yeah. and I would what? say
0: you guys notice that the bottle is in his right hand.
1: Huh? Has it See? been there the whole time? We, we should probably grab that from him. Sigurd, we can see you. In fact, oh,
4: um, I had an idea.
2: Hey, uh, I was gonna to go you... check on it real
0: quick.
1: Why don't you share, share with it? the group?
2: So, yeah.
0: so everybody but Sigurd, make a quick perception check. Seventeen. Yeah. Perception
3: 17, 18,
0: 25. Twenty five. I got a twenty-four. So I'd say as a group you guys are pretty much spot on um two things you notice one sigurd's being very awkward and two the bottle is no longer empty there seems to be something inside of it and there is a freshly corked eye back in the top of the bottle um tobias it is an eye that has a kind of like mousy fur color to it um it looks very similar, because you rolled the highest, or you and fire, but I would say to you, it looks very similar to the eyeball of the mouseling pirate captain that was gambling that first night at the severed finger.
3: Sigurd, you son of a bitch! And I pull out my rapier. I'm running out the door! I'm running out the door! One whole uh, one I'm
0: two. chasing him. <laughs> so am door behind me as I'm running away. So, Sigurd, are you running? I'm running as fast as I can.
2: Can I wait? I'm going to cast Entangle. I'm
1: going to cast Entangle. I'm going to send um, Ember over after him.
0: Okay, so you watch as the coin turns. Um, Sam, you're casting Entangle on his feet?
2: On his feet, yeah.
0: What's the save? Is it dex?
2: Uh, strength.
0: Uh, Ooh, Sigurd, give me a strength save. Hold on, hold on, hold
4: on. Yeah, that is a 23 uh,
0: <laughs> you watch yeah. as the vines that form out of the the small bits of foliage in the in the cobblestone road form up around him and it, he his the power of his legs just tears through it as he's running um Tobias you could actually run faster than Siegward I believe mm-hmm. you feet. yeah you you're within a yeah you, know, you you get you're caught up to him to the point where you're like right behind him as he's running. Um with all this activity going on. Sigurd, give me another charisma save.
3: Oh, that's, that's a nineteen.
0: Nineteen, yeah. Um the the voice in your head is telling you to run faster. They're trying to kill you. If if how far you go ahead. Sorry, I can... Go ahead
2: i'll talk when you're done
0: okay um and you guys watch now as tobias and sigward are steadily running through this rather shocked crowd of people off to the side kind of watching this happen watching the vine sprout from the cobblestones um fortunately there are no zalejo around since they all seem to be preoccupied with other activities uh what do you want to do
2: can i cast misty step it'll teleport me 30 feet and can i grab him around the legs
1: like tackle
0: him. Uh, same.
1: Um, I'm gonna misty step also.
0: Okay, so I'll say you both do it at the same time, so you'll both have advantage on your acrobatics. Um, Sigward, you have advantage on your strength for a- athlete- or for athletics because you're in this heightened state of alertness, and you know that Tobias is like right on your heels.
1: Just kidding. It's not misty step. It's ethereal step. I
0: can't
1: misty step. Okay. Just I got. And eight both
0: times. (laughs) You appear right behind him. Um, Tobias, give me a deck save. That's going to be a... 17? Okay. You manage to dip underneath the form of Mara as she almost... Or of Sam as she almost tumbles on top of you. Um as she looked like she was trying to grab, all of a sudden she wasn't there, and then she was there, she tried to grab Sigurd, missing, almost landing on you, you dodge underneath her, you're on Sigurd's heels, what do you want to try and do?
3: Okay, first I want to say something to him.
0: Okay, and what I don't
3: you- want, want to say, you did the same thing to someone that, that that guy did to your friend, put him in a bottle.
0: Uh, it all, it's all it means to an end. Uh, Sigurd, give me another charisma save on that one, as an eighteen. Um, Tobias, give me a persuasion roll. Your DC is an eighteen or higher. Oh, man, You're never
3: gonna do it. So- <laughs> I got seventeen plus one is an eighteen.
0: Okay. For whatever reason, Sigurd, as he finishes that sentence, Yorm's voice. Briefly comes into your head, and you just hear this: Sigurd, what the fuck are you doing? Stop! And this causes you to stop. The other voice, competing for that same space, drowned it out by that warm sensation. You stop. You blink for the first time. You begin to realize, looking around, you can see all your friends are chasing after you. There's a little tiny dragon, like hovering next to you, staring at you awkwardly. There's a bottle in your hand, you don't even remember pulling the bottle out of your bag. There's a little furry eye corked into it and you look and there's a very small ship inside the bottle. You can see frantic little things like running across the deck and you don't ever remember that happening. And there's Tobias standing there with his rapier out, Mara and Sam skidding to a halt behind you, Asborn skidding to a halt uh fire coming up and they're all kind of like staring at you strangely
3: let him go sigward
2: i was gonna say i would i would have grabbed him and tackled him at this point and held him down
0: and that is mara or sam sam, sam. um sam. okay so Would've give me like, as as give me athletics or acrobatics whichever's higher okay and then for you, um, Sigurd, give me uh, athletics. got
2: a yep. twelve, okay. So I have a
0: nineteen. Yeah, you you attempt to tackle him as he's as he's kind of staring there. And Sigurd, you look down as Samara like is grabbing you around the waist, trying to lift you up, and she's like struggling and exerting and can't move and budge you, and you're like very confused.
3: Open the bottle, Sigurd.
4: I'm just going to look down at the bottle and...
3: (sighs) You put him in there. You let him out. Do it now.
4: I'm sorry. I'm just going to start to cry.
0: You watch as Sigurd sits on the ground, the bottle in his lap, and he's just kind of like silently weeping over the bottle. Um, He's no longer holding on to it, though. It's just sitting in his lap.
2: Someone grab it.
0: Give me sleight of hand.
1: Who's grabbing it? Who is? I'll grab it. I can grab it. I'll try. I'm cocked. 19?
0: Um, Sigurd, do you let her take it? Yes, I let her take it. Okay, you snatch it out of his lap. Um, This cold icy feeling the minute you put your hand around it you feel this chill run up your arm into your elbow into your spine um you immediately feel that kind of similar sensation that you remember when holding your sword
1: Ugh. i um put it like on the ground directly in front of me
0: okay
1: and guys come like let's block it like Football huddle around it
2: and would detect magic. (laughs) Would detect magic be able to tell if someone was cursed Mm -mm.
0: Um, it would it wouldn't tell you that but it would at least give off the possible school that's associated to But I will say this much when you when you guys originally did this activity before on the shield the staff um you know, the sword, the armor, the bottle, the backpack, um, the, the emanation of the magic that came off of it was a combination of, like, necrotic, uh, divination, um, enchantment. It was a, an amalgamation of different possible forms of magic, which is not only highly unusual, but for those of you in the arcane arts, you know that to be very dangerous as well.
3: I'm gonna. If no one's gonna grab it, I'm gonna grab the the cork with my non-sword hand. Okay. Uh, I'll put my sword away. I'll grab it because in case it goes necrotic again, and I'm gonna do everything I can to open that bottle.
1: Can I hold the bottle while he pulls on the cork?
0: Sure. Um, go ahead and give me athletics with advantage.
3: Okay.
1: Do we have to find the body of the mouse oh, that this uh, 21
0: is. 21 as you uncork it dc was a 21 uh oh you manage to get your fingertips underneath the edge of it and Sigurd, you're watching them as they pop out that eyeball as soon as you do that it starts to move and shake in your hand, Tobias. And you drop it to the ground and you watch as the eye forms and reshapes. The next thing you know, there's a very angry mouse uh, folk pirate captain reforming to your side. All of you watch as this greenish-like vapor begins to emanate out of the bottle and the ship begins to form in the middle of the street. The, oh, the entire made- length of the vessel coming together the masts coming up now that it's not in the water it leans slightly to the right you watch as the masts begin to crack there's at least 12 14 18 different mouse folk running across the deck leaping off people are screaming and yelling and running in in different directions um at this appearance of a of a medium-sized schooner type uh double-masted ship now completely filling up the area as all of you stand there staring at this come into existence um this has your full attention as all of you are looking at this and then you guys hear a very familiar voice from behind you well that could have gone better And that chill, that that strange sensation as you guys all turn to look at the voice as the familiar eyes, but not the familiar form of Fortuna, is tapping at her chin, looking at all of you and just going, My, my, perhaps Qualish doesn't know you to be as clever as he claims to be. One does not merely... Cause a ship to come in existence in the middle of a street? Perhaps you'd like to join me? And she points her face in the direction of a very plain wall. No windows. Hey, yeah. And a single door.
3: Yeah, can you pick that bottle up for us? Because I ain't touching the thing. No, I'll no, pick, no, no, the no, no. pick the bottle
1: up. I picked the bottle up. Okay. Can you put it in your bag? In yeah, your I put bag, it in your bag. bag. wink. Wink. <laughs> I put it in my, map, in my bag.
0: Okay, you um, you set no it. No,
1: doing I'm about this boat, guys. Uh, I'm just walking away. I, I, <laughs> I,
0: you I guys go, watch as Asborn is already making his way towards the myriad door. He's yep. he's yep, already walking away, <laughs>
3: already
0: and you watch as Fire and Ember are just kind of casually walking away as well.
3: I go up to the captain.
0: Okay lad
3: is this y'all doing
0: i mean if you wanted a ship all you had to do was just ask
3: no it it was an accident my friend
0: how does one steal me ship cram it in a bottle and turn me into an eyeball be an accident what the fuck is wrong with you hey we let you out of the goddamn bottle didn't we (laughs) so as all of you are casually walking away right uh, Sam and Mara you're you're watching as Tobias is having this conversation Sigurd you're still kind of like wiping tears away from your from your cheeks and you can you watch as fire and Asborn um, are making their way towards the door what are the rest of you doing
1: um, I was going to stay but then as soon as the captain starts yelling and Tobias starts yelling I quickly turn around
0: and start walking away <laughs> Mara you're making your way for the door
1: I
2: look like I'm about to say something, and then I close my mouth and just turn around and walk away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sigurd, what are you doing?
4: I'm going to stand up and walk over to Tobias.
0: Okay. Tobias, Sigurd's now standing next to you.
3: Hey, pal, you alright?
0: Yes, I'm,
3: I'm sorry it's all right man you got cursed i slap him on the back hey get in there that fortuna chick and get something to drink i'll be there in a minute
0: okay <laughs> <So> <laughs> a, very, over. <laughs> a very sullen sulky Sigward is the last one to come over as all of you are now standing in front of this door with the exception of tobias um tobias give me give me a persuasion check okay
3: persuasion
0: okay so that would be a twelve okay the captain's angry he's confused Um, he's looking at his ship now with some damage to it Um, I don't know if you had anything to do with this but what am I supposed to do now how am I going to get my ship back to the harbor and already the people that kind of bolted and spread out are are coming back as they're just all very guffawed at this Um, a looming shadow behind you kind of looks down and goes this will never do and she points at the ship and it immediately shrinks down into a very tiny toy version of it she walks over picks it up hands it to the mouse captain and goes um wait about an hour um set it at the dock space that you were at and i can assure you everything will be okay um do i see that oh yeah you all saw her do it
1: i i i can you teach me that
0: well she's nowhere near you (laughs) she she's oh you'd have to walk all the way over to say that um but she Um, she looks at all the mouse folk and goes have no fear i'm sure it was just a practical joke that went awry um tobias give me a wisdom save please okay (laughs) okay uh, 10 um there's this sudden calm that comes over you and you watch as everybody in this entire area gets this like calm look on their face and they all just kind of blink at Fortuna and they kind of just let her words wash over her they wash over you all the other mouse folk Um, I mean this is your best friend this is the most important person you could ever be with and she looks at you and goes come young Tobias come with me and have a drink. And you're just like, you feel your little heart pounding in your chest. Um, If it was a cartoon, little flowers are now swirling around you as your tongue is hanging out and you're just following her. Um, Everybody else...
3: I climb up on her shoulder.
0: She goes, oh, oh, thank you. Um, You watch as... (laughs) You watch as everybody enamored with what's going on um kind of just wanders off the captain now taking the to- toy boat with about 20 mouse folk pirates in tow are steadily walking towards the high gate and eventually going to make their way down to the harbor of say to do exactly what their best friend told them to do um she steps up to where all of you are collected in front of her and she goes please enter we have much to discuss and the door opens and as the door opens the first thing you see is a very darkened space um it's got a weird kind of shimmer to it there is um a kind of how to describe this It's, it's got this kind of like elongated look to it. Like you're staring into this very long hallway, um, very like cylindrical. Um, it's got, uh, it's almost got like an energy pulsing from it at the same time. Uh, you can hear, um, Music kind of echoing and drifting out into this in, into your ears, and like flooding flooding your ears. You can hear laughter. You can hear this cacophony of a very crowded area. Um, standing in the door where you see is this massive, ogreish looking individual with blue ruddy skin and green features wearing uh, Brigadine style armor carrying this really massive two-handed maul in his hands and goes I don't care who they are Fortuna if they don't know the words they don't fucking get in uh,
3: broken, tooth broken, eye. Tooth eye. broken tooth sharp eye broken tooth sharp eye now give me a damn beard <laughs> I've had about enough of today.
0: (laughs) And with that, you guys make your way in to the myriad. As you begin to hear the ogre let you by, the flood of music begins to play out in your ears. You can hear raucous laughter as you all tumble into this space around you. Well I forgot to clear that. Do that again.
2: Really quickly, one of the places called Myriad.
0: It's 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 known as the Myriad. The Myriad is a secret criminal organization that was explained to you by the owner of the Severed Finger Tavern. Um as you guys spill into the space there are dozens of people um, drinking hollering dancing hooting it up in the corner on this massive stage are a series of skeletal constructs all with lutes and um, other band-like equipment and drums and and cymbals uh, playing this raucous music that you've never really heard before there are people dancing um there's women of the night courtesans mingling with nobility there's every manner of creature that you've ever seen here some humanoids some not um at one particular table you can see this cup of like this weird greenish ooze poke up look around and you watch as it extends a tendril and moves a card into the middle of the table three other um like a, an orcish ent- uh, entity uh, a halfling and a human kind of laugh and they throw cards on the table and you, you hear one of them go Uzi, where are you gonna be keeping that coin and they all burst into laughter um fortuna leads you beyond this menagerie breaking out around you um People trading coin, people trading sweat, trading um, uh, sexual advances all going on around you. This is a raucous environment. Looking around, it's also quite large. You guys all look staring upwards towards the ceiling. There's a level, then another level, and then another level, then another level. And it just goes on as high as the air, can, as high as the eye can see. Every now and then, beer splashes down onto the main floor. People are hanging over the banisters, yelling and and uh, throwing coins at each other. At one point, you see an arrow arc stick in someone's leg, and they kind of laugh and pull it out, put it in their crossbow, and shoot it back at the other individual on the other side of the of the banister. Um, and then there's like buckets and chairs being thrown (laughs) this entire place is just a madhouse as you all continue to follow Fortuna make your way past this diminishing crowd of insanity at a very long table set up with numerous chairs the first thing that you notice Is maybe anywhere from a dozen to two dozen qualishes milling about. In one chair, you see Qualish Prime, the original Qualish. You recognize his goggles, you recognize his hat, his duster, um, you recognize the accoutrement that he was wearing when you last saw him. He seems to be engaged in a very heavy conversation with a Janasi. water janasi very young handsome looking um his green hair his green whitish hair is not long like they would typically wear it it's actually shaped and shaved into what's been coined as a mohawk um some of the more tribal fringe will often wear this style um it's not a common style seen in the cities and in the ports the two seem to be having a very in-depth conversation when fortuna steps into the area there are four very large ogreish looking individuals kind of like partitioned out behind this the table is heavily laden with about every kind of food you could possibly ever want or ever think of or imagine is is displayed here um the blue gentleman looks up from qualish holds up his hand in front of qualish qualish kind of looks at all of you with a very knowing look on his face oh i see that you found them fortuna um let me introduce myself uh my friends and my enemies both call me the gentleman welcome To the myriad welcome to my establishment now behave yourselves we have conversations to uh begin with please have a seat tuck into some food and beverage relax and rest a bit before i have not only questions for you but quite possibly uh a request that i might need to make qualish Fortuna, thank you. Uh, please, have a seat. Polish it would seem that your delivery has been made. Can you please see to it that you and yours unload everything and be on your way? You've been paid quite handsomely for all the items, and I expect the one particular item that I paid extra for will be available quite swiftly. I- I'm in great need of it polish kind of looks at the blue individual known as the gentleman and kind of nods and goes oh yeah okay yeah Um, he gets up and he kind of looks at all of you as you sit at the table he's got this weird kind of look on his face and for most of you if not all of you you have this kind of feeling that he's silently apologizing as he walks away with the other qualishes they're all hooting and hollering following the main qualish through the crowd as you watch them all disappear so it is good to finally meet all of you um the qualish has said some interesting things about you so what do you think of our busy city so far please sit eat drink Let's talk.
3: Seems to be in a little bit of an uproar at the moment.
0: Oh, yes, but you know, where there's chaos, there is coin. Politics are not my thing. Taking advantage of politicians not knowing what to do is most certainly my thing. Have you heard of the trial? Yes. Did, yes. That should be quite interesting. I mean, the Ulodon and old Ironpuss have been at each other's throats for years. It was only a matter of time before this played out, and well, I am currently thinking of getting out of the shipping business and possibly getting into the caravan business. You guys all watch as he eyeballs um, Asborn at this point and kind of winks at him. You guys watch as Asborn kind of just sits there very stoically, inwardly smiling as she's not sure, maybe what to make of it. You're not really sure, um, but he goes back. And, but I digress, and I don't mean to change the subject. But have any of you ever been to Port Zun before? Uh, I haven't.
3: Have I been? I don't. Th- I don't know if I've been to Port Zun.
2: Well, well I, I grew up there. I haven't had the pleasure of seeing this delightful area.
0: Oh, young Mara. I'm very familiar with you and your family. It is so nice that you have graced us with your presence. Um, I've had an eye on you for some time. Um, not just for the mere attraction, but my understanding is you're engaged with someone, are you not?
1: Um, yes, I am. Interesting.
0: Um, and I will be the first one to tell you that your mom's handiwork is well known. Um, all of my clothing I have repaired by her, and she has been doing work for me for some time. She often talks quite highly of you and the family that you seem to be, um, beginning your new life with. Um, how do you come by such interesting friends?
1: Um, happenstance? They, uh, rescued me.
0: (laughs) Yes, that seems to be the very most common word used to describe how one knows or becomes familiar with people. Happenstance is quite (laughs) one of my personal favorites.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was stranded. And they uh, happened upon the island I was stranded at. And they took me in, which was very kind of them.
0: Interesting. Um, I believe you were serving on a particular ship at the time, were you not? I was. And where are they? I have a vested interest in that ship.
1: Um, they did not make it off of that island.
0: Interesting. And he immediately glowers down at the table raises an eye in the direction of Fortuna and Fortuna just looks I told you the waterways are desperately dangerous right now we should not be using them we should be switching our methods now and not waiting to discuss it I don't give a shit what this Sinclair family can offer us I am telling you we should not wait we should cancel all of our orders and shipments and make the change instantly Yes, Fortuna, I know you've said this a million times. You, Sourpuss, the glummy-looking one, sit, relax. I do not like glummy people at my table. I assure you, eat and drink, you will feel better. You guys watch as he's clearly, you know, talking in the direction of Sigurd. You guys watch as Sigurd kind of slumps into the chair.
3: I, I go bring him a beer. Here, drink this. Take the beer.
0: Drink it. Drink it. It tastes it. amazing. Give me another one. He downs it. It tastes way better than the first one. <laughs> Give me a third.
3: All right. That's as it, you,
0: baby. As you do the as you do as you down the third one, you now have a D12 inspiration die for the next. 24 hours um, you no longer just... you no longer feel glummy at all you feel quite refreshed you you feel that beginning of a buzz and you're, you're sitting straight up looking around and it's almost as if the entire room is lit white with a bright like hue background and you just all of you watch is Sigward now is just standing there staring right and left with a big dopey smile on his face much better I do not usually tolerate such types here I find those that follow the gods to be quite easily led astray shall we say I much prefer coin muscle and what it buys me so Fortuna tells me you are quite a clever and brave bunch and from what Qualish has described to me quite helpful as well. I certainly hope that serving on his ship has hardened you to the fact that this world is quite cruel and quite challenging. Not all things can be fixed because they are supposed to be fixed, kind of eyeing both Sam and Mara with a knowing glance and not all things can be trusted to the gods or their understanding kind of eyes uh fire momentarily and for those of you that seem to enjoy adventure and the darkness of one's souls i both Sigurd and tobias and those that seem to think that beauty and coin buy you all that you need i have a great deal of respect for that because as you can see I'm quite handsome and that buys me quite a bit but I suspect that this little group here is quite the group I'm looking for to start my next adventure in these difficult and trying times. He holds up a hand as all of you are kind of like beginning to form words but before we ask questions and give answers. I pay well, I pay very well. I pay in many different ways. If you wish to be with me for an evening, there's always that. If you wish knowledge, information, or guidance, there's always that. If you would enjoy the company of Fortuna here, there's always that. And of course, there's always coin and opportunity as well, but before we dip into the bargaining. I will allow questions to be asked momentarily, and then I will give you my offer and my need. Everybody make insight rolls really quick for me, please. <clears throat> Dirty
1: 20. Okay.
3: Insight... Hmm. yeah i saw
0: that welcome back mr asborne i I will asborne i will catch you up separately because some of your backstory is going to come into play soon so there's some conversation we need to have anyways
1: okay tobias trust everything this man says (laughs) He's clearly very trustworthy (laughs)
0: Sam uh, awesome. I <laughs> would I would say uh, this guy. I'm like yeah let's go <laughs> for you Tobias you're not even sure if the effects that you originally had outside ever truly wore off but collectively as a group with the exception of fire collectively as a group you get the feeling this feels more like this doesn't feel like an offer this feels like if you ever want to come back in my city again, you're going to do as you're told. But for you, Fire, this behavior, this gentleman that you see sitting, leaning back, his fine clothing that he's wearing, his um, his red um, floppy hat that's kind of off to the side, there's... An edge to him. There's something. Familiar about his confidence. There's something familiar about. Him. Although. It doesn't make sense. You don't know if you've seen him before. Or that maybe you've been involved with him before. But there's a moment. The briefest of moments. That he kind of. Without anyone else seeing. Just you see. He kind of like. Winks at you. Not in a way of inviting uh uh uh, you know a flirt or or some kind of sexual advance but in a way of knowing in a way of recognition but you don't quite share that same recognition it's a little off-putting it's almost as if your best friend just winked at you huh and ember is like kind of in your ear it's little tongue kind of nibbling at your ears sitting on your and then it kind of like curls into your fur and it kind of gives off that kind of like soft breathing like it's it's you know drifting into like a sleep on your shoulder
3: reach up and pet her okay did you say we felt like we got threatened by this guy
0: it's not that you feel like it's a threat as much as you feel genuine in the fact that he'll pay you well for what he wants done, right? But you get the feeling that the real reward is going to be payment, but also being allowed to come back to the city.
1: I'm, okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm looking curious.
0: Okay. Curious. Mm-hmm. So, have I
1: heard of the gentleman before?
0: Uh, is that you, Mara, talking?
1: Yes. I was so pretty I'm... young when I left. Yeah, that's Amara. So yeah. I was pretty young when I left, but haven't heard of him.
0: Um, Give me a history check.
1: Ooh, 19 plus 5, Twenty twenty-four.
0: 24. You actually remember people coming into your mother's shop when you were younger, picking up packages, delivering clothes to be mended, or... Taking clothes that were meant to be delivered to someone. But whenever these people showed up, they always seemed to get special treatment. They were, always, um, uh, they were always very nice to your mother. They were very interested in her safety. They would often ask her about, you know, is anybody bothering you? You can remember quick snippets of conversation about protection money and how the Myriad is always there to look out for her. Um, and occasionally you would hear the term myriad organization um and that a very charismatic individual runs it um and as you got older, your mother would kind of explain it as a as a offhanded circumstance, nothing to be worried about, but you've definitely heard of it
3: well, I don't know about the rest of my uh crew here, but uh. You had me at, I pay well. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: would agree. I think that we can form a partnership that would be beneficial to both parties.
0: Well, you uh, haven't not... even heard my offer yet, but so eager to earn.
2: And we are a and... crew that wishes to please.
0: <laughs> he kind of raises his eyebrows at you when you say that. Really,
1: <laughs>
0: I find that very interesting. Are you guys all taking part of the meal at this point? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you guys all now have the effects of a hero's feast. Ooh, yeah, mm. nice. But you have, and you have it for the next twenty-four hours. What was it? A D? A D so,
1: oh, no, that's different. It's
2: totally but,
0: different. But <laughs> you also have because you've been drinking the ale. You also have the D12 Inspiration for the next 24 hours.
2: Is it not? We can use that for
1: yeah. text.
0: You can use the Inspiration for anything you want.
1: Um, do you roll the hit points or do we? I don't remember.
0: Um, I can roll it really quick.
3: All right. What's, what's, a, hero's what's a hero's piece?
1: So we get an extra certain amount of max hit points and we are resistant to... Poison, and we can't be frightened, and we have advantage on wisdom checks. Is one d twelve uh, inspiration?
0: Yes. One d twelve inspiration. Let me roll two d ten. And
1: how long does the inspiration last for?
0: Twenty four hours. Okay. You so you guys get temporary sixteen hit points.
1: Sixteen. Nice. <laughs>
0: Good. I'm glad that you're enjoying your meal. Now, let us discuss why I've brought you here. Qualish has told me that all of you seem quite capable, and uh, the fact that you could do some of the things that he described on his ship and you still managed to make it into harbor and deliver the goods, Without any direction or instruction, lets me know that you are very capable of acting independently when required. You watch as Fortuna sips from a wine glass, kind of um, giggling a little bit underneath her breath. Fortuna, behave. Um, It's... As you have noticed, things are changing. Um... I am a man of consistency, and I have clients, and I am a client of people. There are expectations. This political morass that is unfolding around me has created some challenges. Young Asborn here, I sent him a message some time ago, and now that he's here, we can complete our discussions later, but know this, I plan on taking advantage of his family's influence in the Morrow Valley, and we will be changing our headquarters from the coast to the Morrow Valley. There is a very small city-like community that I will not name here now, it's not important, But I would like to move my entire organization there. Now, for me to accomplish this, I must not draw the attention of anybody in particular. And when I mean anybody in particular, I mean I don't want a single set of fucking eyeballs on this town when I make my move. So with that, I would like to hire you and your team to create a bit of a diversion for me. Nothing too radical or too dangerous, but if the Zalejos catch wind of my movement, I'm sure they'll report it to the Empire agents and the others of the Marrow Valley that find keeping track of us very important. Uh, a wealthy decision for them to make, and I mean to make sure they neither get wealthy or no of what we are doing. So with that, this is what I would like to have happen. Asborn, your caravan is set to arrive in the next day or so. I would like to still utilize it to move my people and equipment and all the other things that I've gathered here. And make sure that we're not seen doing it. And I believe that our original arrangement of payment to your uncle has already been made. So I know we do not need to go further down that road. Looks back at the rest of you. Once that has been secured in two days, the night before we move, I would like you and your team to set the harbor, uh, say, alight. I want the docks, I have three ships that I know are currently empty because they're mine, so I know no one will be injured, but I want a portion of the docks, all three of my old abandoned ships, set to light to create panic and hysterics in exactly two days time. And this will have to be in the evening, I would like to use the cover of Doc to make my way out. Does this sound agreeable to all of you? I'm in. Sounds good to me.
1: How much? Well, yeah, I was gonna say, what's our payment?
0: Oh, what would you like your payment to be? Let's see. Information? Coin? Companionship? I mean, I have it all.
1: Magic items?
0: Oh, I have plenty of those as well, Curious Cat. That's
3: perfect
2: think we each have our own uh our own ideas of what counts as fair payment would you be willing to pay us all separately
0: oh well if to get what i need done correctly and to guarantee my exit from this god forsaken place absolutely um it's at that point you watch as one of the large um heavily armored ogres walks up behind the gentleman leans down whispers into the gentleman's ear the gentleman kind of nods and leans back in his chair, and with his hand in the air, kind of like waves the ogre off. And kind of, it kind of, he kind of walks back up against where he was standing before. Yes, I see no problem paying you all individually. I mean, you are a team, correct?
3: Yes, of course. Well, yeah, I don't care how you pay us, but whatever.
0: it's good because I've. And he looks at you, Asborn, as he digs into your you know he just kind of burrows into your feminine eyes and you burrow back at him and just stares at you and goes i certainly hope i have not made a mistake in making this deal young asborn your family comes highly recommended this relocation is costing me much both in potential violence and loss of coin i'm assuming everything is prepared
1: on my side yes
0: very well so yes to answer your question young lady I can pay you individually as a group I can pay you in coin or in flesh or I can pay you in information or in items
3: Perfect.
2: Very well all you're requiring is that we set these ships alight they will be empty I swear They will be empty.
0: Oh, cross my heart and hope to die.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna insight check that. (laughs) Go ahead. Yep, me too. (laughs) Me too. All right. Oh, yes, 20, not natural. Okay. 11.
0: Yeah, as far as you both could tell, he's completely unreadable. Completely. You don't know if he's lying or not. He's just—I trust him a hundred percent. He you. just kind of—I I mean, even Fortuna kind of snickers a little bit. You're not sure if she's snickering at the comment or the 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 meaning of the comment. Um, you know, the raucous nature kind of builds momentarily behind you, back out in the bar, and settles again as you know the skeleton constructs kick off a whole new set. People are dancing and yelling and are screaming. You willing,
2: are you willing to pay us half in advance?
0: How does one pay half of flesh and half an item and half information? And I certainly can pay half coin. I have no problem with that. I mean, that's quite the commitment.
3: Oh, that's trying. That's like saying you don't trust him.
2: The problem is, is that we're putting ourselves on the line. Tzehefe the is the new head honcho in town. If he catches wind of us causing this, I know for a fact, I know for a fact my sir. Dear, my dear, my
0: dear, we're criminals. Of no, course you're being put at risk. Even Fortuna kind of laughs the ogres in the background are off. <laughs> that's the whole point. Well, yes, sir, it is like, the point, well, which, you know. not if,
2: standing up for us. So I, that's why I'm saying half up front, I think, is more than a fair deal.
0: Very well. Uh, let's... Make a quick persuasion check, just as a base. I want to make sure you don't flub it.
3: say (laughs) that.
2: 14.
0: What'd you get? 14? Well, of course, like all my arrangements, when I front half of the funds for agreement, merely take the blood oath, and that should be sufficient.
3: Uh, what now? Uh,
0: the, The blood oath
3: i stand up and walk over to him on the top on top of the table okay where do i do the blood
0: oath oh well aren't you an eager little well not quite a beaver but close enough he why does everybody
3: do this (laughs) don't you know one animal from another you seem like an intelligent person
0: yeah i'm highly intelligent uh fortuna would you please take care of this Fortuna walks over to you, Tobias. She pulls out a small oaken box, opens the lid, reaches in, pulls out a very small needle and a very small vial. Um, Your finger, please, young Tobias.
3: There you go. I stick my finger out. It's my middle finger. You feel this little
0: <laughs> feel this prick, and she kind of giggles at your middle finger. She gets it. Um, even one of the ogres behind her kind of chuckles um a few drops of your blood leak into the vial she corks it and puts it back in the box very well young tobias you have taken the oath whatever you require can be paid half in advance
3: yeah i I just want to get Um, my sword before we do this
1: i'll Um, I'll stand up and i'll go do it too what's uh, what's happening with this blood
0: well nothing it's merely an oath of honesty and arrangement it's Merely make sure that you complete your work and I pay the remaining half. It's nothing to worry about. And
2: if Tobias doesn't complete his work, what happens? I insight check that. Um,
0: As Tobias sits down and fire begins to do the blood oath with Fortuna, go ahead and make an insight check. Um, As you ask, who asked that question of him? Was that you, Sam? Well, I track you down and take your head, of course.
3: Yes. Look, I've been a pirate. If you don't, if you don't live up to your code, honor.
0: you don't even need, he's serious, but he's smiling while he says it. So it's kind of that flamboyance that you would expect.
3: Yeah. If you don't do your job, they kill you. That's what being a pirate or, and, or, you know, a criminal is all about. we so, given our word that we're um, going to burn
0: Young shit. Asborn here has already given the oath. I do not have to worry about her. She is quite well situated. Looks at Siegward, looks at Sam, looks at Mara. I mean, you can still do the job without the blood oath. I mean, it's the only way to secure the half in advance that you require.
2: I'd like my half before I give my blood. Right. Like,
0: make a persuasion check.
2: Why are you being difficult? We finally got somebody that's got money. Can I use my my d twelve that
0: I? Oh, oh, most certainly.
3: Can use it? Okay. Oh, that's
0: eight, seven, twelve. Fourteen again. You rolled a two.
2: No, oh, I had a an eight on one <laughs> persuasion, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And then the rest of it was the six.
0: He That's looks, all I got.
2: I got yeah. <laughs> He
0: he looks at you. He looks at you and goes, Hmm. I don't know.
2: Well I asked is not- information.
0: Oh, your payment will be information? Yes. Interesting. Um, one moment. And you watch as Fortuna leans down. He she whispers into his ear, he kinda says something back to her. Hmm. Very well. I think that's a good arrangement. What is the information that you require?
2: I'd like to know what's happening in the Halfling camp, and what is happening with the Follower of the Nine Eyes.
0: It's at that moment, everybody in the room goes silent. Is the even
1: Skeleton Band?
0: No, that, that band and the raucous further behind you seems to go on, but the <laughs> ogres that were kind of chattering with each other stop. Fortuna quickly goes rigid, full attention. The gentleman looks back at you, Sam, and kind of leans, his knuckles splitting on the table, blood flowing from his hands. Where have you heard of the Nine Eyes? And that's where we're going to finish.
3: Oh, Oh, no! Let's
0: go! Thank you for joining us this session for the telling of this, our tale of the Menagerie Coast. Join us next week as the story continues.